This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good talk, great talk, so so talk. We're about to find out. On the Halloween edition, Dan and Martin coming to you from the world headquarters of Scoops with Danny Mac. Dan's dressed like a clubhouse guy in the postseason. He's got like his, this? yeah, it's the commemorative, is that from this year or recent years? No, it's from like 2015, no, 14. Oh, wow. The it 14th. says always October. It's a, a red, I was going to say a giant red, that sounds insulting. No, it's, it's a red, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a red sweatshirt. Yes. That says always October, and it's the kind of gear you see during playoff baseball. Yeah, that's and they right. A, they have a different slogan every year, and it's always like "Go get it" or "Yeah, always October" or always "It's October. time" or "Let's do this." Or I don't know what this year's is. I stopped watching. Uh, no, I didn't. I kept watching, but I didn't pay attention to what the slogan was. Well, they can't say it's always October because they'll be playing in November. <laughs> let's get to <laughs> let's get to Christmas. Hey, it's almost Christmas. Let's do this. So are you a big Halloween guy, Dan? Yeah, love it. I do love it. I like the whole vibe. I like this time of year. I love October. I'm sad that tomorrow it's not always October. I get the smoke machine going. The you fog. Do, oh, you've talked about this. Yeah, the, you seriously do. Yeah, I get the fog machine going. Scare the crap out of the kids. You betcha. <laughs> Pull out a real knife out of the kitchen. It's fun stuff, man. You should be uh No, you I love it. I lived in St. Louis Hills for a while. Didn't you grow up down there, right? Big time Halloween. Big time. And this is, and for those listening, if you've ever seen Candy Cane Lane, Christmas time, it's yep. that area, uh, Francis Park, very festive, and it was just unbelievable. But I always had to go to work, so I would put out the bowl of candy on the porch. Oh, did you? And then my neighbor said- That's such a cheap way to do it. Well, I wasn't going to be there. I mean, the, I don't care. I couldn't turn somebody. The, I could have turned the damn light off and said, nobody's home or get off my lawn. Can't you get your mom to come no, over? I was trying to do the right thing, and my neighbor pointed out, he said, you realize that doesn't work. I said, what? And he said, the first kid's going to take the whole bowl. For sure they do. I said, they Especially don't... if the, you have the good stuff. I said, they don't just take one at a time. He's like, no. So at that point, I realized I shouldn't bother. But I love Halloween. I never got to go to Kachuk's house. And he was famous for giving out the full-size candy bars. That's right. Like, they didn't mess around. Matt, we got the full bars here. I, <laughs> I never made it. And my kid was, like, too little for Halloween. He was, like, two and three. And Keith said, you coming over? I'm like, no, my kid doesn't care. And then the glory days. Now my son's eleven, doesn't want a trick or treat. But I you have a five year old. You got a, what seven year old? I got the grandson who's five, who's into it, and now nobody else wants to go with him. So I'm taking him. We've got the World Series on Fox, so I'll have a little bit of a window there. Nice. I'm going to take him trick or. We're going to go over to the Glendale area where my sister is. What uh, What's he going as? He is dressed as a SWAT team member. He loves the nice. SWAT gear. And what would you done, go I think as? two or three years in a row, he's done that. Oh, uh, that's a great question. I'm going as a Battlehawk player. Are you? You yes. got your Battlehawks gear? <laughs> hey, the, the cacaw is the law once again. That's right. It's back. I'm glad, that, and I'm not as into it as everybody, not everybody, as some people are. I'm not either. I, I love it. It's great. I mean, I'm not a psycho about it, but I do think it would have been a disaster if they changed the name. I do too. Because you had such a cool name and fans were into it, and it, it would have just kind of... Before you even get back to playing, it would have pissed everybody off. My wife said to me last night, we were watching... Uh, Dan, you should go as a battle hawk tomorrow. No, she did not say that. But she did say she doesn't really follow sports. And she said, 
why don't we have an NFL team? I was like, well, are you are you new around here? I said, honey, you should have gotten upset. Well, she knows (laughs) she knows all the stuff behind it. But she's like, that's crazy. She's like, as much as they supported like that minor league team. And I said, well, it's not really minor league. It's pro. It's, you know, she's like, yeah, but I mean, look at the support they get. I said, I I get it. It is kind of crazy. We do not have an NFL team being still a top 25 TV market with the kind of numbers that they were getting television wise. It's crazy. And every time we say we're over it. We see things like the Rams playing the 49ers. It's about 9 out of 10 were 49er fans. It was insane. Yeah. Now, and there were times where it was embarrassing at the Dome where the Steelers would come to town at, and the Rams. Packers. Were, and the Rams were terrible and fans yeah. had kind of given up at that point. And that it does happen, unfortunately. But in L.A., that's the Super Bowl defending champion, the Rams. Yeah. They won the Super Bowl last year. They're playing their biggest rival, the 49ers. And the building is filled with San Francisco fans. See, I'd re- I, I thought it's it was insane. like nine, 9 out of 10. I think we're San Francisco fans. Absolutely insane. And it is it is what it is, which I hate that expression. But it just tells you, L.A., there is a lot of stuff to do. So don't tell me it's a better, quote, football market. You it's know, they, not. They've got a gazillion things going on. And then you say, well, you have to be a winner for it to work. Well, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. They've got marquee players. Like, if I'm Stan Kroenke and Kevin Demoff, first of all, I hate myself for being a terrible person. But if I'm those guys, I would be saying, what more can we do? Right. I I don't know if they can do anymore. You can't. You won. As you said, you got marquee players. You got a state-of-the-art facility. Um, And you still can't pack it with Rams fans. Yeah, you still can't. It was just the misnomer was, oh, they got to have a team in L.A. They can't wait to have a team. No, they could wait. They don't really care. They just don't care. I was thinking about this the other day. It would have been better for the league just to put up a stadium and say, we will have – Game of the week. Yeah, game of the week comes through L.A. And the stadium will be built by the NFL. We'll put our headquarters out there, and uh, we'll have a game of the week. Like you said, it could be – you know, Green Bay against Pittsburgh, and you know you're going to get the fans will will be there. Now, I guess the question would be, are you going to be able to sell suites and signage and that kind of stuff for local entities? Probably not. Not sure, but certainly you could get in with the television deal to make sure that you fill the type of quota that you need to 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 uh, make the make good on your on your partners, your your you know your suites, uh, your signage, whatever shoot certain ways, come back from break certain way, whatever, you know, to show it off. I guess you could do that. I, I mean, it's a long shot, but I, I wonder if that was ever on the table. They always said that it'll increase the value of the TV package if they have an L.A. team because it's this huge market that isn't being represented. But I don't understand that because L.A. fans are going to watch football on Sunday. They're going to tune into NBC or Fox or CBS to watch the Steelers and Eagles play or the Packers and – Cowboys play doesn't matter if they have a team no. down the street that I never understood that how that increases the value oh now we have a team in the biggest market well those fans are already watching NFL football and we can see from the crowds they're not that worried about their own team no the Chargers are a joke in terms of fan support so we're over it what was the question why don't we have an NFL team Frank Viverito who was on the podcast Ka-ka. last week uh made an interesting comment about the dome. He said if you think about the investment made, the dome was like two hundred and fifty million. And then the settlement against the league was for seven hundred and fifty million. He said, so if you look at it that way, we got three times what we paid for the dome. And in between we did get a Super Bowl. We did get to see the Pope. We got a building where the Rolling Stones play. So 
maybe it's not all doom and gloom. I agree with that. I've actually thought of it that way. Um, and he made a lot of money. The city made a lot of money for the time that they were here, for the most part. You know, talking about bars, restaurants, the various entertainment stuff that comes through, the tax. Um, yeah, I, it just, it's frustrating not to have a team. There's no doubt. Uh, I miss it. Halloween-related, Dan, there was a trunk or treat for the kids the other night, and I'm, I've decided the trunk or treat is really so the parents can just drink and yeah. like, not have to really supervise. You just close a parking lot and say, all right, kids, go do your thing. And it's you kind of like a road trip for uh, select sports, too. Right. That's just, a, it's really a getaway for the parents. Parents are in the lobby. Yes. Our buddy Joel Goldberg, a couple years ago, he goes, I'm in town, my son's playing hockey. I'm like, oh, great, what are the games? He's like, ah, so da 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 I said, well, what do you got to do? He goes, oh, we'll just be hunkered down in the lobby. He goes, my buddies at Boulevard have dropped off a case or two of beer. And yep. like, so the parents just hang out. Yeah, it's, a big, it's a big old party. But I was at the Trunk or Treat, and the kids are getting a little older. They're coming by. And I, and I would say, do you have, if they were really little, you're like, oh, that's cute. How are you? Good. Happy Halloween. But if they're a little bit older, I'm like, I, I got I to gotta make them work a little bit. This kid's probably 13 or so. You're going to make them work. Well, and I said, <laughs> do, I said, do you have a joke? And he said, why did the chicken cross the road? And now for a second, I was relieved. I'm like, oh, this guy actually came prepared. And I said, why did the chicken cross the road? And he said, to take a poop on you. And I said, excuse me? And his friend goes, don't worry, he's an imbecile. He gets all Fs and he's an idiot. Don't worry. And, I, <laughs> and they walk away. And I said to my wife, did he just say, because it was loud, there was a DJ. And I said, did he just say to take a poop on you? And she said, yeah, he didn't. She said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I thought about smacking him. Yeah. She was like, well, that's not a good idea. No. No, yeah. you can't do that. Asshole. So did you Did you get after him? Did you get after <laughs> no, the he parents? He was gone. No, I, I don't know who did he was. Did you give him candy? Well, I think he had already got his candy. Okay. Which I had pooped on, which makes me feel a little bit better. You did not poop on the kids' key. No. Happy Halloween, everyone. Dan, we have a lot to get to. There's a lot of quick hitters here. I'm in a hurry. You're in a hurry. The Aradano News wasn't a surprise, except for, I think, over the weekend or last week, Mozilla kind of left the door open to maybe he wouldn't return. I mean, I think confidence was high. And it's rare to say a guy gets $144 million, but he wasn't greedy. Don't you think with his current resume, if he goes out on the free agent market, five for 144, he could probably top that? Dodgers need a third baseman potentially. Yeah. Uh, There's only a few teams that can do it. Yep. So it's not for sure. To me, it was one team. It was it was the Dodgers. Right. And he grew up in L, you know, in the L.A. area, or at least California. So if he grew up idolizing, though, the Dodgers, loved that team. If, if he wanted to use the leverage to go to L.A., that was the one team he could have gone to. But I do think – that uh, they assured him that you know they were going to spend money. I look at what happened with Albert Pujols and Yachty. Follow me here. Kind of like the McGuire thing that happened in 98, 99. You, you got this influx of cash from fans coming out to the ballpark, way more than you anticipated potentially, and then you turned around and took that money and reinvested it in your, your payroll. And I, I do think that we're going to have a residual effect of the Albert thing there this year. You know, they were looking at probably 2.8 million fans, and they got close to 3-3, three, 3-4, three, three, something like that. That's a lot of ticket revenue that you were well uh, above budget of what you anticipated <clears throat> in a good way. So they could take that and reinvest it, and it sounds like they will do that. They, there's some holes to fill, catcher, maybe a starting pitcher, Um and all of a sudden, you know, you start looking at the schedule next year. I was doing my schedule over the weekend. I was at a kids' tournament and had nothing to do for about five hours. I don't go down to the lobby, so I stay in my room. And I was looking at the schedule, and the schedule is tough. 
because you're, you're now playing everybody. So there needs to be an upgrade with the team, and I think they will do that. 500,000 extra fans. And Joe Strom, who's a Strom. Why do, Strom. I, always, why do I always say it wrong? What's wrong with you? You're me, thinking man? Brett Strom, the pitching coach. Oh, Houston Astros. Right? Yeah. Joe Strom, who's a great guy, friend of the show, probably listening right now. Shout out to Joe. He had said, I think in the paper, it was the extra 500,000 he estimated were because of Albert Pujols. Okay, every one of those people, let's say they're worth $10 a person. That's $5 million. Okay, that number's crazy, so it's 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 worth 30 a, a head. That's $15 million. You just start doing the math. Oh, okay. yeah. How many of those people that bought the ticket, bought a, a T-shirt, bought a beer, bought a hot dog? You're starting to talk about a massive amount of money. Yes. And I think that's where Mosaic even alluded to, hey, thanks to the fans. And so this offseason, they got a lot of money, and a lot of the Arenado money is deferred. You know, the Rockies pay $16 million yes. this year to the yes. Cardinals. That is going to go down as one of the great heists in sports, or at least in baseball in recent memory, because of what they did to pay for the fact that uh, there was a ton of money left on the deal. They're paying a ton of it. And the other thing is the prospects you gave up, eh, we'll see. But they may not pan out. So now all of a sudden you're talking about giving up not low-level prospects. There's a couple of guys that are in the big leagues. But are they game changers? No. Is this guy a game changer? Yeah, he's headed to the Hall of Fame. And you got him in the prime of his career. He's gone back-to-back 30 and 100 and won two gold gloves. I mean, it's <laughs> it's an unbelievable deal that this this team – I mean, so for all the stuff of like Rosa Reina and some of the others, you're going to miss. The Alcantara Gallon one for Ozuna, that's a tough one right now, especially when they need a front-line starter. However – there's been some good ones here, man. Goldie, pretty darn good, too. Didn't give up guy. I mean, he gave up Kelly, Carson Kelly, but Luke Weaver has been waived again. Got waived this week. So I feel vindicated, Dan, because when they traded for Goldschmidt, it would have been in December of 2018, doing radio down at the stadium, and Bill DeWitt Sr., the owner, is there. It's weird, Sr. is a junior, but the owner, Bill, is there, and I said, standing there talking to him, I go, wow, what a, what a great deal. And I said, you didn't give him anything and he's like like offended he goes you don't like kelly and weaver and i said oh they're not anything special and he was like offended because i think yeah. he thought they had some good value sure and that they were trading value to get goldschmidt and i was like it's a joke yeah they sold high and they even arnado i mean yeah god you start, bless you start going through like the who's a gomber and who else was, i don't even remember montero there's two okay. other lower lower level guys that are like at single a or a ball or and double even if a. they become great players so what yeah it's fine exactly you got this guy and they paid for it and, and the alcantara deal we all knew that name he was coming through the ranks people were high on him but at the time you needed a bat and Big ozuna time. It made sense. And then right away, we're like, oh, should have got Yelich. Now you're like, thank God we don't have his contract. It, that that contract is going to hinder what the, the Brewers do going forward. It is. I mean, he's just not the same player. And whether it's because of his back or his body, he's just not the same player. And in that market, you you went to school there. I mean, you know it's a, it's a lower, small-end market that if you're going to give out that kind of deal, you cannot miss. Right. You just can't. You can't miss. And they may have missed with this one because the back end of that thing could get ugly. And the saving grace for the Cardinals, the division, even though they're going to be playing everybody around the league, you're still in a division where you're the best team. Yes. Going to, I would say it now as we sit. Dan sure tells me it's always October, but Correct. soon it'll be the offseason. They're going to be the best team next year in the Central. Now, does that mean you're 
good enough to win the National League, good enough to win the World Series, that's the next level that everybody's sort of anxious for them to get to. But I do think Brewers are trending down, as they say. Yeah. So the Cardinals are in a great spot. Now you look at it and say, okay, winning the division is the starting point. I get that. But let's sit at the table and say, how do we win a World Series? What what is and granted it takes luck and there's some magic and you gotta get hot. All that's true. Do we have a top end guy in the rotation that could lead us into October? If Flaherty is bats? there, it's a, it's a lot of what ifs. I know, but you can't count on that. You I, know? I agree. That's it's a what if. You know, if he's back to where he was, then you got that guy. I'd put when he was For at sure. his top game, I'd put him against anybody. I would consider that like a bonus if we can yeah. Have him in the mix, of course, and if he's healthy and he pitches great, I'm excited. I, I'm now starting to just come to the belief of just just get in, <laughs> just get in. Well, it, it, it is true. It, I mean, it is. Look at the Phillies. They they lost four of a, uh, they won four of eleven going into this thing, and then they got hot. Right, they weren't hot going into the playoffs, and then they does, got hot. Now it does make you think if you're the Cardinals, what if you win Game One of that series? The Phillies might be buried. Might be. Oh, for sure. No, Might I, be. I understand the randomness of it. They do have, and now they're not as good as they were a week ago, but Wheeler and Nola at the top end, a lineup that has Schwarber, Harper, Castellanos, Hoskins, Real Muto. I mean, they they did build it pretty well, and it probably should have been a better team. Now you look back and say, how come they didn't win 90 games? Yeah, I agree you with you. look at their roster. Yeah. Dan, shameless plug later this week, the Kilcoin conversation with Mike Martz, the former Rams coach, now living in St. Louis. How about that? Any good uh, nuggets from that? A lot of reflecting on his time here. I think I was most surprised he's not like bitter at all how it ended. You know, would love to have stayed it, but just kind of in a good spot in his life. The reason he's back, two of his four kids live here, but I had been to his house in San Diego. They had a view of the ocean. I mean, they had a wow. great setup. So score one for St. Louis, Dan. Paul Goldschmidt is hanging out at the hardware store, living here year round. Mike Martz moved Kachuk. back here. Chuck lives here. You got big Walt. Arenado is coming back. I mean, we're trending up, Dan. I think so. I think so. We got um, the Battle Hawks. We got the the lights on at Centene Stadium. The whatever it's called, City Park. So City Park. Things are on the upswing, Dan. All right, quickly. One minute left in our quick hitters. Mizzou, they win over the weekend. Were you shocked? Not shocked, but. Glad to see it, and I think if they were going to save their season in any way, had to win that Ooh, game. Oh, boy, did they ever. And so now you're you're 4-4, four and four and you start doing that, oh, my gosh, if we'd only won that Auburn game, we'd be 5-3. and three. I think if you're going to truly, quote, save the season, I think you got to beat Kentucky. Now, you won at South Carolina, that's great, but I think you got to beat Kentucky to kind of – I mean, maybe they could still go 6-6, six and six, but I think fans were hoping for better. They've got to kind of make up for lost ground. The games they gave away earlier, now you got to steal some that you weren't expected to win. It was interesting. I was watching the line. It kept moving and moving and moving. I think like 80 to 85% was on Mizzou to cover that game. I just It's crazy. The odds makers. You always know. The, I don't know how they do it, man. South I, Carolina was ranked. Mizzou's on the road, and yet the line was real small going yes. into that weekend. Like, and why? it got smaller towards kickoff. That's one team Mizzou in the SEC seems to handle pretty well, though. Is South Four in Carolina. a row now, I think. Four in a row. Uh, Dan, they call it the Mayor's Cup because there's Columbia, South Carolina, and see, Mizzou's in Columbia. I don't know if you're aware. I am. That's so the Columbia yeah, Mayor's got it. Cup. Can we, yeah. on our next visit, Wednesday's Great Talk, I want to talk impressions versus voices. Like, sometimes you and I will do a voice. Yes. To me, the impression is when you can extend it a little bit. Yeah. Some is just sayings. 
like LaRusso was always legit, tied for first, that kind of stuff. So let's break it down. I would like to do, like, and how they evolve, like, in your head. Did you get any response of our last one? I had a few people come up to me and start, hey, dude, give me a John Miller. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I think your wife asked me why we don't have an NFL team. No, that was today. That I'm was sorry. today, yeah. Okay, I'm forgetting. It's a Monday, Dan. It's I always my wife talking to you. Well, I know. As soon as I said that, I thought that sounded creepy. It was really creepy. It was supposed to be a joke about the NFL. It, it and, fell on. It fell hard. Yeah, that comedy is hard. That was. I'm sorry, Dan. We went from <laughs> we went from this was shitty talk at the end. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I had what happened today though. Actually, is we couldn't get into the headquarters for a minute. Yeah. So then we were running behind. And then now we're in a hurry. So it's okay. Things happen. It's fine. This is for your morning commute, okay? Have a great Halloween. See you, Dan. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.